Welcome and thanks for joining me. I hope you're having a wonderful day or I hope you've had a wonderful day. And for those of you that are just joining me for the first time, my name is Anutza Bellissimo. I am the founder and CEO of the Stress and Anger Management Institute, also known as the SAMI Group. And if you're not familiar with uh, my programs or the organization, um, what we do is we provide specific anger management training and soft skills training. In fact, we've specialized in soft skills training since 2005, but have been in the personal growth and development field since 1999. So just a little while. I want to thank you for making time to log into this live feed from whatever page or state or a situation you're joining me from. And, you know, I find it really important to address uh, tonight's subject because we're approaching the holidays. And I'm not sure if you noticed, but there seems to be a really interesting and a very fast shift from summer and we almost just fly through fall. And then all of a sudden we're in winter. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems as though, um, and those of you that are joining me, I see the numbers going up. I want to say thank you for logging or tuning in. Um, it seems as though we don't even, well, I noticed that there aren't enough. <laughs> it's almost like we stopped promoting Thanksgiving because there's not enough things to sell and the, it, the markets jumped straight to Christmas. I could swear we just had, you know, um, October and, um, it's just so quickly running into December and all of a sudden January. So if it feels like you are just running through, um, this year so quickly, I'm with you. I, I agree. I'm going to look at the live broadcast feed to see if we have any comments, questions, and, um, hopefully, I'll be able to, oh, looks like we've got something going on here. Um, oh, good. Yes. All right. So it looks like uh, there's some of you joining in from different pages. And if I see any questions, I will certainly make sure that I address them. But right now, it doesn't look like we've got anything just yet. So I know this is a really busy time of year that we're coming into. And I know that a lot of people tend to find themselves feeling overwhelmed sometimes by the engagement and uh, the things that are sort of expected of us to do and, you know, just the, the many things that we have going on in our everyday life. So I say that it's time and the perfect time really to address Stress Management 101, which is what I like to do whenever we come around this time of year. It's pretty standard for me to start throwing out reminders and uh, leading up to, you know, the end of the year to remind you how important it is to manage your stress. And so I decided to title today's topic, today's lesson, our short talk.
Stress Management 101. So I'd like to answer any stress management questions that you have. And if you feel so inclined, I invite you to leave them in the link. And a lot of times I will go in afterwards and um, address them if I'm not able to answer them while I'm actually on the feed. So let's talk about something because I have some notes and I want to address it specifically discussing stress management. So let me ask you a question. When I ask you, what is stress? What's the first thing that comes to mind? For some of you, it might be a person. <laughs> for some of you, it might be a specific place. Uh, for some of you, it might be a group of individuals or uh, something that you relate to that makes you feel levels of stress, right? And so for, for every individual, stress is different and we all experience stress. In fact, stress is not bad. Some stress is really good. It keeps us sharp. What we want to identify are areas of our lives or times when we come into what is considered chronic stress. And, you know, for most of us, it's really difficult to even understand what chronic stress is because we're usually in chronic stress. We're usually in that space of mindset or in that environment of stress on such a consistent basis that we really don't know when we're under chronic stress. So it's conditioned. And, you know, it's almost as if the only way to really understand how stressed you really are or become, hi, Mark, thanks for joining, um, is if you actually remove yourself from the elements. So think about when you go on vacation and you have a certain amount of downtime. Even if you just take a really nice long day off or if you just take a little weekend away that's really away from the phone and the responsibilities and everything that becomes your life. Consider that and think of the feeling that your body actually has. Hi, David. When you are minimizing or away from what you call your stressors. And a stressor is this. A stressor is an event, a situation, or a thought that we allow to cause us feelings of stress, tension in and around our body. Sometimes we can feel so much stress that those around us actually don't even need to know what's going on. They can feel you're just resonating stress. And, you know, you've heard those terms when people say you can cut the tension with a knife. You can feel it when you walk into a room. So typically that's when you know there's exuberant amount of like just astronomical levels of stress in your life. And that's way beyond the level that I'm talking about. This is not, that type of stress is not stress management 101. We're talking about lower levels of chronic stress that we typically have throughout our day, um, throughout our life. 
in general that we can minimize by doing things like stress management or stress breathing. Uh, hi, Kim. I see you coming in. Um, and so, yeah, you want to look at not crazy amounts of stress where it's considered like a stress from a trauma or something really high crisis levels. I'm talking about everyday levels of chronic stress. Now, how I see that in my environment is that I noticed, for example, today, as I was driving around, I noticed a couple of car accidents. I noticed a lot of horn honking. I noticed some aggression on the road, uh, some sign language, <laughs> things like that. Um, and so that's one of the first places that it can start to show itself. And as you move through, good day for insight on stress. Thank you, Kim. I agree. It's, it's a little crazy, isn't it? And so Kim says that today is a good day for some insight on stress. And yes, I'm telling you today, I, I noticed the stress levels really pretty high. And, um, considering that I typically, you know, I'm in and around stressed individuals every day, but typically we're focused on managing that stress and they're in awareness of their stress. And then there are those who are outside of this experience and uh, really not privy to their um, their stress. And so those are the types of people that you see out on the road losing control. Now, whether the stressor is an event, a situation, or a thought, does not matter because your body simply recognizes stress. Stress is stress. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship stressor or a, a work stressor, um, something of that nature, um, or if it's, you know, traffic. When you're under stress, your body knows that you're under stress. And I want you to understand that it's so important in the times of chronic stress that you start doing simple things that you can gain control of, like breathing exercises. So I know I've mentioned this to you all in the past, but I have things like my watch or my phone that are typically within my space that I can use to uh, bring about or remind myself to engage in breathing exercises, uh, remind myself of mindfulness, things of that nature. So then when we talk about stress management 101, it's the really core basics of stress management. Now, I know that Apple is uh, doing a uh, employee challenge this month on mindfulness. And the exercise inside of that is to give yourself an opportunity throughout your day to stop and practice mindfulness through breathing. And so what do we use? We use our Apple Watch, of course, because it has an app on it called Breathe. And you can set the timer so that it reminds you to slow down. And if you can't spare three minutes, of your life to be mindful in breath 
then you don't really have a life. You don't really have the type of life that you want for yourself because we all can spare three minutes, especially when we're feeling the, um, the stressors of our day. And that's the one thing that can keep you engaged is really focusing on managing that, st that stress throughout your day. I like to share that it's important to manage that stress um, in the morning. And so there are things that I would suggest. I'm going to put this back up here. There are things that I would suggest to you. Um, if you want to make a note. Since you're tuned in, since you're tuned in, if you want to make a note, there are things that I recommend. And that is number one, priming your mind, priming yourself, your brain, your thoughts for the next day. And that starts as a bedtime ritual or routine. And I like to, if I'm, if I notice that I'm feeling stressed at the end of my day, maybe I'm having trouble shutting down my mind. Maybe I'm having trouble focusing on the positives or whatever it may be. If I'm feeling anything other than peace or joy or happiness, um, because I, I can quite easily go to a very happy place. But anytime that I struggle with that, I always will start meditating. And so I, I enjoy guided meditations. And so I highly recommend that if you are not in the practice of priming your mind before you go to bed to be in a positive state, that you certainly focus on um, getting a, and we'll be just a spoiler alert. I will have a, a CD, like a, not a CD. Can you see how old I am? A CD. I'll have an audio. <laughs> Who uses CDs anymore? No one uses CD. Do you have a CD collection? You see, I could go many miles away from this topic really quick. We can start talking about CDs, but we want to um, give our students the opportunity to not only learn about mindfulness and breathing, but we want to support them in having um, guided meditations to help get them there quickly. And so I'm telling you about this because it's also available to you. So as we launch that and we're coming out with these simple, really helpful, but useful techniques, I always recommend that you use a guided meditation anytime that you find yourself struggling, settling into a peaceful place before you go to sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning, if you find that maybe you rolled out of bed on the wrong side or something is not feeling the way that you want it to feel, I always recommend that you jump right back into three to five minutes of mindfulness, whether it's breathing or with a guided uh, meditation. I highly recommend that. And um, the next thing that I want to suggest is that you start implementing biofeedback. Um, that is something really simple and it's just really about heart coherency. And I know that you've heard me, if you've listened to the broadcast before, you've heard me mention that inner balance is one of the devices that I use. And it's got a really simple little clip that just clips onto your earlobe. You can pop it onto your shirt or clip it onto your phone, whatever it may be. And it's really simple to use with any smartphone. 
And so you typically would just stop wherever you're at, whether I have students that stop in their car, park and start breathing, their breathing exercises. Um, I have students that do this in the morning, um, in the privacy and um, quietness of their room. Um, I don't recommend that you do it in bed if you're tired because you will fall asleep. But using a uh, uh, heart coherence monitor to show you your progress and to help support you in the development of mindfulness and stress management is really very helpful. All right. I hope those two are um, helpful to you. And I'll post some links to uh, these uh, these two things that I'm telling you about. Uh, one is the Breathe app inside of your iWatch or Apple phone or whatever you call it. I know you can find it in the App Store. I always get my words mixed up. But it's my Apple Watch that I use the Breathe app with. And then the actual sensor for the heart coherence is called Inner Balance. And Inner Balance is a very simple little device that you attach to any of your smartphone or laptops or any type of device that you can use to record and support yourself in a community. It's an entire community of people that are all focused and working towards mindfulness in the same experience. So I see a lot of you have comments. I don't see questions. I see lots of comments, lots of yays and Oh, some ohms. Yeah, David, thanks for the ohm. Stress Management 101. And uh, let's see. Yeah, so if you do have questions, I would love to hear from you. So if you're shy and you don't want to post inside of the thread, please feel free to uh, instant message us. My team and I will make certain that we get this question and that we answer it for you or respond uh, so that you have the information that you need. This is a very fun and exciting time of year because we're coming to that part where we start to think of fresh starts. And we're coming to the part where we recreate and have the opportunity to usually make that time to reinvent ourselves. And if you are not clear of your core values, if you are uncertain of your purpose, what direction, how to create more of what you want in your life, I invite you to reach out so that we can tell you more about what's available, how to get the structure and the support that you need to move forward, because that can be very stressful when you don't feel as though you have purpose or even when you're uncertain of your purpose. I've had people in both directions. I've had individuals and students say, I don't even know of my purpose. And others will say, you know, I'm just, I, I'm so lost um, that I don't even believe I have a purpose. And it doesn't matter where you are as long as you start wherever you are. And I want to remind you that um, there are people, places, and things that are made to support you in that process. So reach out, don't keep it inside, ask for help, get the support that you need, manage the stress so it doesn't manage you. Because remember, stress is always the precursor to anger. Anger is never the problem, it's simply the byproduct of mismanaged stress, poor communication skills, and low levels of emotional intelligence.
With that information, I hope it was useful. Please feel free to share, like, and love. And join me tomorrow for another um, quick little stream of, well, we'll see what we talk about tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about anger management. Until then, my name is Anutza Bellissimo. Stress and illness, what's the connection? Well, according to experts, stress-related illnesses contribute to more than 90% of doctor visits. You're listening to Sammy Podcast, and I'm your host, Anutza Bellissimo. Stress and illness, what's the connection? Well, according to experts, stress-related illnesses contribute to more than 90% of doctor visits. You're listening to Sammy Podcast, and I'm your host, Anutza Bellissimo.